and I really used to be a toxic person. I used to be a very terrible person and a very terrible friend, and I'm scared of being that again. Hi, Puffy. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm I'm pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. It's been it's been a good day so far. Um what does what does okay mean for you? I'm not super depressed. That today. is that's pretty good. Yeah. Besides being super tired, I'm pretty nor feeling okay. Do you, you're pretty depressed most days, right? Yes. Yeah. Is there anything like significant about today or um i started new meds so that's awesome that's awesome i'm glad yeah. that they're i'm glad that they're working for you yeah so cool is there anything in particular that you'd like to talk about or that i might be able to help you with today perfectionism and like stuff like that okay all right perfectionism <laughs> what what about perfectionism um, my constant need for an A. <laughs> in school or in life? Well, in life, I guess. Like, I go to therapy, I, I pretend I'm okay. I'm like, did I get my A for today? Oh, I see, I see. So, like, even, even in a space where, like, you're supposed to be, like, you're supposed to be, like, uh... Not okay. Not, not okay. It's okay not to be. Like, it's it's yeah. okay to not be okay. You still feel like you need to like like be like I'm I'm good. I I did I did good. I see. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um my previous hospitalizations, I would teach classes there just out of the blue and help people. And they'd be like, "Why are you even here?" I'm like, "I'm secretly depressed, but you can't know that." <laughs> sure. Sure. And why do you think that why do you think that you feel a need to, like, always, like, put on that face? Because I'm a people pleaser. It's a trauma response. Okay. And why do you think that you're a people pleaser? Because I've always had to, I don't know, because of my life, I've always done, tried to make everyone happy. Grow okay. Can you, grow can you tell me stuff. a little bit more about that? Well, so, I grew up with nine siblings. Mm -hmm. um, it was, the so I'm the middle. So I grew up with both generations, of like all three, gen there's three generations. Wow. So I grew up, so the older ones didn't grow up with the younger ones, and the younger ones didn't grow up with the older ones. The middle generation is the only one that grew up with both. So when I was younger, um, my sister was like trying, was very violent. And we had to, like, put the dresser in front of our door so she wouldn't try and kill us at night. And oh then growing up, I babysat a lot. Like, when I was at the age of nine, when we got my three younger siblings, I helped around. Um, I don't know why. I just took it on as my job to help my mom. Because she suddenly, like, was fostering two new kids who was two years old and five months old. And the five months old was on his fourth fractured bone in the recovery oh my god so i took it upon myself to like help and then we had a two-day-old when we got him a year later so it was always like my thing to have to please like help and make everyone happy and i was always the life of the party and stuff i guess just make sure everybody was having a good time so it's interesting because, like, what I'm hearing, Puppy, is that it wasn't necessarily ever asked of you or, like, expected of you, but, like, you you always sort of had this natural, like, caretaker instinct. Yeah. And with, like, nine siblings, like, there was plenty of caring to be done. Yeah. And I think it just came from my older sister who had to, started taking on the responsibility of me and my brother so my parents could work so i learned from her like not directly she didn't teach me but like indirectly her taking care of me like okay that's my job as an older sister is to take care of my younger siblings 
She picked me up from the bus stop every day until she moved out. And do you do you still take care of your siblings? To the extreme sometimes, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So and and are are you still you're still living with your family now? I'm living with my husband's family. Okay, gotcha. So, don't live how's with how's that? Can I ask that? It's good. It's not bad. Um it's a lot easier. Just it's quieter. Yeah. Yeah, because what what I was gonna say is that I I I think that something that happens a lot is that some people grow up in houses that just the the environment itself makes it very difficult to sort of um like 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 I remember when when I was younger and and I was in therapy like there were certain things that my therapist just like couldn't do with me because. I was sort of like it wasn't safe to do it yet like I was still like in yeah. the environment and like still needed to like have those like coping mechanisms and stuff to survive and yeah. so like I guess my question is do you feel like do you feel like you are out of the I, I know that the the mechanism is still there but do you feel like you are out of the environment enough that it's something that you're that you can or like want to work on um yeah it's well i'm out of the environment my therapist doesn't think it's safe to work on yet because i'm still very not emotionally stable okay. and i have all the skills to be caught to work through my emotional instability mm -hmm. but without and without those met before i had the meds i just she didn't she was just like this could put you over the edge and cause you to because we started it and then that's when my depression started and that's when everything got worse i see and then I we see. and then we stopped completely and then it just haven't been able to get out of it so is the is the emotional do you think that the emotional instability is a? I mean this is sort of a complicated question but like when when your therapist says like I don't think you're ready to work on it because like we need to get you emotionally emotionally stable first does that mean like we need to get your meds like settled first? Um, well we've been working on a lot of like DBT skills and we're just going over them making sure I can do them because I've been doing DBT for five years now. And what is DBT? Dialectal behavioral therapy. And what what's what's like involved in that? Um, it's mindfulness, distress tolerance, interpersonal effectiveness skills, and and some other one other I can't remember. But basically, it's like it's a lot of it's you. It's was made for people with borderline personality disorder. Okay. And like, so I mean, thank you for that. That that was like a very academic uh definition what what is it actually like like what what do you two actually do are you comfortable sharing that for this for the skills we work on a lot of like distress tolerance and getting out of crisis situations so like distracting myself like having distracting activities um things like fidgets and things like that yeah like movies um so there's an acronym accepts it's uh, activities, community. Hold on, I have it. Let me. Um, activities, communities. No, it's activities contribute. Comparison, emotions, pushing away thoughts and sensations. Hmm. So you do. You can do an activity. You can contribute and help out. Um, compare. Like you'll be like. I, do, I have gone through this before. I can do it again. My life was worse before it. I got through that. So stuff like that. Interesting. Um, emotions like watching a happy movie or a funny movie, listening to good. Um, it's deep breathing exercises. Pushing away is like meditation. So I go to my safe place, which is a beach, and I just think about the beach and push away the thoughts. And sensation is like holding an ice cube. For me, eating a pickle is very unpleasant. I do, 
yeah, so I Same. do that. <laughs> or, or like do like sensory mindfulness. So. Well, I feel like I'm learning a lot. Thank you for <laughs> teaching me all this. Um, one of the I things that whole I'm, class. yeah, one of the things that I'm <laughs> curious about is a a lot of the. Like, 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 for instance, the, the one that really st struck out to me, and there's there's been a couple of other examples, but I, I, I think that this is a really clear one. Like, with the, with the meditation of, like, having the meditation be like you go to a safe place, which is, like, awesome having, like, a safe place to go to and everything. But I just, I yeah. wonder about the sort of, like, pushing away of thoughts. Because we've even talked about that before, that, like, it's more about sort of like letting the flaw the thoughts like flow through rather than like pushing them away. What is Yeah. Can you tell me more about that? So like um I guess like basically like you acknowledge that you have the thought and then you let it go. Like yeah. push it away because those thoughts aren't going to help you in the long run. Hmm. You're allowed to have them, but they're going to just hinder you and make you go into emotional mind instead of um, mindful mind. Yeah. I just, I wonder if the phrase like push it away isn't like reflective of something. Like what, what what's, what's coming to mind for me is that a lot of the time when people have like sort of big emotional explosions and obviously like I'm not, you know, I'm not a... I'm not a doctor or anything, so, like, in terms of, uh, like, uh, borderline personality disorder, like, anything like that, like, I, I can't, I can't speak to that, but, but what I can speak to is that I know that, like, a lot of people that, like, have sort of big emotional outbursts or, like, they have, like, really severe sort of swings, a lot of the time what's going on there is that, like, a lot of the emotional energy is, like, getting suppressed or, like, you know, because, like, when we say, like, pushing away, we think of, like, pushing outside of ourselves, but really we're just sort of, like, pushing it down. And so I, I just wonder if... W one of the things that I talk about a lot is sort of the idea of in little in little bits not all at once obviously because it'd be really overwhelming but like in little bits sort of like opening up that closet of like that that you've been like stuffing all the emotions into and and just like letting out little seeps and like sort of sitting with them and like yeah being and i think what you're thinking of emotions this is more like thoughts like self-harm suicidal thoughts you want to mm. push those away I see. you're like so those are the thoughts they're talking about, like your self-destructive thoughts. So you want to push those away because you don't want to think about that because that, but you, and when you're in distress and in a crisis, you don't, feeling your emotions could make it worse. So there's stuff to help you feel, like there are skills to help you feel your emotions and deal with them calmly. But this, that skill is specifically for when you're like about in a crisis and you can't and you want to change the emotion so in, D in dbt you have the ability to feel your emotion change your emotion or get rid of like get rid of the emotion or something like that so you have choices and this is just a get rid of the emotion kind of one interesting interesting i'm i'm fascinated by all of this <laughs> um and so uh, just going off of sort of like uh, self-harm, I think that like, like one of the things that I've learned is that most of the time self-harm is is almost sort of like a is almost sort of like a meditative practice, really. Like a lot of the time it's about sort of like fo focusing in on a singular sensation that is really intense, like making yourself feel this like really intense sensation so that it your your like consciousness can sort of like focus in on it and 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 um and like acknowledge it and it sort of helps to in a lot of ways like it can actually help to sort of like drown out all of the other stress in your life um yeah. and so what what i've what i've learned is that a lot of the time with self-harm practices like 
what people really need is like something else that like some other focus something else to like focus their consciousness on that is sort of like intense enough or that they're passionate about enough that that it overcomes the self-harm like it's actually interestingly enough it it has like a lot of analogies analogousness analogies whatever it has a lot of analogies to addiction where like if you if you want to help someone beat addiction the way like the best way to do it is to find something that they care about more and like you know and so be i i just yeah it's really it's really interesting to me because what what i what worries me puppy is that in the in the like pushing away of the self-harm or you know destructive thoughts that yeah. they that they grow stronger what do you think about that um yes but like i guess like then you go and if they're getting stronger you can go and distract yourself with like an activity yeah instead of just pushing doing the meditation yeah i use that meditation for like flashbacks a lot of the times Okay. When I have flashbacks, so what I'll your... go into my safe place. Yeah. What 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 kind of flashbacks do you have? Can I ask? Um, a lot of them are recently have been due caused by the car accident that I was in. Okay. Um, I have sensation back uh, flashbacks, so I can feel. So when I when I burnt my I was, I burnt my whole mouth on the airbag. And Whoa. so I can feel that up in my, I can feel that when I'm having a flashback, I can feel the uh, bruising on my nose and stuff. So it's not actually there, but I can, I'll probably always be able to feel it in a flashback. Um, puppy, I, I know, I've always, you know, we've known each other quite a long time and I've always known that you've gone through a lot, but my goodness, like... <laughs> Talk about a crap hand. Like, if this were poker, like, you just got, like, nothing matches, no, like, no color matches, like, there's just not, like, there's nothing. Like, it, 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 it sounds really hard. Yeah, it's about, you know, you gotta play the hand the best you can, and that's basically what my life has been, is survival. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of, like, my my personality and stuff has been survival how i know how to survive and so i have a lot of like i'm a control freak that's because that's how i know how to survive you're a control freak because you never had control ever like (laughs) yeah um my constant need to please people is like my therapist says it's it's like when someone is drowning and they hold on to a log and they get safe onto land, they still hold on to that log even though they're safe. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How are so, you? Um, how are How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling okay. Okay. I mean, I've talked about this a lot and stuff. For sure. Um. So. In in the vein of like. In the vein of like, uh, like finding something else other than other than like destructive thoughts, self harm, etc. What kind of things make you really happy? Uh, playing some game, playing Stardew Valley a lot actually has helped. Cool. Um, League of Legends did help for a bit. Yeah. Um, but I like to write a lot school has definitely been like a big thing because i i love doing homework and stuff most of the time except when it's last minute pre-calc work that's not fun but that's not fun I've been what, in... <laughs> what kind of stuff do you write um well I, right now i'm working on a book about my D character in present time so what would her life be like wow so my D character is very different than a lot so 
What uh, what kind of D and D character is it? She is a human runic fighter who is autistic, and she has two older brothers who are very protective, and then an older sister. Um, and puppy, are are you autistic? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. Cool. And it really. So like. My so my husband DMs that campaign that I'm in. So a lot of times he'll just like. I have memory problems a lot and forget people's names. So he makes my character forget stuff all the time. He'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, that was." Like, I'd be like, uh, "What was that name again?" And he's like, "That's in character, by the way." I was like, "Crap." <laughs> so. I see. Yeah. How how is that for you? Uh, it's the the character how 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 is it when you like forget something in game and your husband is like yeah that is part of the world now oh it's funny everyone laughs it's a great it's great i play it off really well so okay okay and then and then um talk to me more about school so i am in doing program engineering or software engineering um so I'm in my third term at the, I just transferred schools and I went from a, so I dropped out of school cause I was failing in a GPA. So now, so my GPA didn't carry over luckily. So now I have a 4.0. Um, That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So I've take two classes at every eight weeks. I have lost. I've lost your video completely. Like, it's just a okay. frozen frame at this point. Hold on. Me... Did, there we go. Yeah, better? Yep. Okay. Right. So, so, okay. So, first, okay. There's, uh, hold on. There's a lot there. So, so first, you're studying, you're studying engineering? Software engineering, yeah. So, it's like computer language programming. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. Like, that's like, that's where the money is right now, for sure. <laughs> And and like, do you, are you really passionate about that? Yeah, I really. And since I was in high school, I did a coding class, and I fell in love with coding. So. Cool. You're gonna have to teach me. I would I would love to learn coding, but like, I feel like I need a teacher, and I don't want to like, I don't want to sign up yeah. for a class. So like, I'll you you'll have to like host a you have to like host a class in our in our Discord at some point. Yeah, I'm probably not the most professional. You could probably, someone else probably would be better. <laughs> Still learning. Um, and and so like what uh what kind of things would you like to to do? Um, I want to go into the gaming industry. You want to like games. make you want to develop games? That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds so cool. Um, and then you said that your GPA didn't transfer, so now you have a 4.0 which is awesome. Yeah. And and how long have you been at this at this new school? Um I've done two terms, so I nice. all of summer 2021. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So, we have like we have like Stardew and writing and school um and uh what about uh people? In your life do you have like people in your life that make you feel good make you happy um, I have my husband and my daughter um, I do have a friend she's they're they're great um, kind of we have issues but I kind of ignore them so I have a friend <laughs> do so so what what I'm, I'm gonna repeat I'm gonna repeat back what I heard which is I, I have people in my life, they don't necessarily make me feel great, but I know that I need people, so I, so I tolerate them. Yeah. Okay. All right. That doesn't sound great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to make friends. No, um, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Now, what, what about like, um, I mean, we're both very involved in, in online communities. What about, um online friends um i have social anxiety i get really nervous talking to people even online so 
And I don't want to like, I don't know. I just always feel like I'm I not a part of any community because I just don't, I don't know. I just, that's just my own problems that I have to work on, but. No, I'm, that, I'm probably that's what we're here for. That, yeah. That, that's why we're here. Uh, yeah. See, I'm just trying to get an A here, Tech. Yeah, no, don't. I want you to fail. I want you to get an okay. F. I want you to get a big old F. Um, what, uh, can, can you tell me a little bit more about your, about your social anxiety and about like, like, can you give me some examples of like times that you felt like you didn't fit in? Oh, okay. So I have like social anxiety to the extreme. I have avoidant personality disorder. Yeah. So I avoid people because I'm just too scared. I've always had social anxiety. What are so, you like, scared of? I. I'm, I don't know, because I, I guess not really fitting in, because I never really fit in. I'm a little bit weird, a little bit strange, um, and I really used to be a toxic person. I used to be a very terrible person and a very terrible friend, and I'm scared of being that again. And, I can, and I'm still not the best friend, because I, I have days where I just don't get out of bed and I don't talk to people for days. I don't know, okay, I don't know, you've done a lot of work, Puppy, and, like, it, yeah. it, it for sure shows. And, at the same time, like, a, a lot of, a lot of what you're talking about, I think, is, like, really, really significant, and I don't know if it's just because you've already done the work, or if it's because, like, you don't feel like it's as significant as it seems to be for me. So, like, one of the things okay okay so so one of the things that that you just said that i think was like really really impactful is like i used to be a really toxic person and the reason that i have social anxiety is because i'm afraid that i that if i if i get close with people i'm gonna become that person again yeah that's huge what what um what changed what what why are you why are you no longer a toxic person uh i guess losing all my friends due to my toxicity kind of was like ooh and because like i grow i grew up a lot i haven't had many friends for like 3 years now okay um i've been i've been in therapy uh but I think a lot of it's like now that I can recognize what I did wrong and I have apologized to some people in my life, but they have no interest in like becoming friends again because obviously I hurt them a lot. Sure. So I think it's just like I aged a lot, um, which for the longest time I was stuck. Like my brain was stuck as a 15 year old. And so I've, now that I'm out of my environment, my brain is growing and aging where it hasn't been able to before. So. What is it like? Uh, how do I phrase this? What is it like Uh, being able to sort of like look at a past version of yourself and like see that that past version did horrible things. It's embarrassing. Um, like, and I know why I did it kind of like, and I know it was just like I was in survival and that's how I was treated kind of growing up. So I thought like maybe... And, like, I can see where I went wrong. But I guess it's just, like, there was no excuse for what I did. And it was awful. And I feel awful for it. Um, but. Yeah. So, the, the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out some, like, inflammatory words that I think might, um, <laughs> resonate here. And you, you, you tell me if I'm right, okay? Okay. 
so the the couple of the couple of words that are coming to mind for me in terms of in terms of how you feel is like uh regret and uh shame yeah yeah so and I know like it's hard because I can't like there's no way that like even like 19 year old me knew any better Mm -hmm. there was like I was in therapy still and there was like no way that I could have changed it because Mm -hmm. I was just because it's who you were at the time yeah and it was what I, and like, basically it was just like, I was acting like a high schooler because my mind was stuck in high school and no one will understand. I don't, it's hard to understand, like, as a person, like, that people, like, because I don't, when I apologize, I don't go into full detail of why I did it. I just like, yeah, I'm just sorry. I was a sucky friend. Well, obviously there's more to it, but yeah. Um, Yeah. It just like sucks that like I that I can't that I was given what I was given so I couldn't give more, you know. That's a really painful statement. Yeah. It's sucky that I was given what I was given so that I couldn't give more. Yeah. It, it sucks that like my karma was this like crap hand in life, and so like I I wasn't able to like give what i want to to the world is what i'm hearing is that accurate yeah 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 that sounds incredibly hard can i ask i i think that you know ultimately you know like we can we can make amends with people and like they can choose to forgive us or not but like i i i guess my biggest question and like concern is like have you have you forgiven yourself for being toxic when you were younger um i think a lot of the times yeah i mean i i have my ther my therapist made me kind of like talk to the younger version of me and be like tell them stuff and so did it actually resonate yeah, I kind of felt silly, but she's like, you know, why don't you just tell yourself it wasn't your fault? And I was like, oh, and then I like crying. I was like, but it felt like it was my fault. And she's like, you was not your fault. <laughs> and do you still feel like it's your fault? Um, no, I know that there a lot of my life was out of my control. And there was a lot of things that I could have control of that I did, that I didn't do well with, but I did better. So at least I, I, wa- I want to like make a distinction here. I understand that logically, you know, that it wasn't your fault. Now, emotionally, do you know? Sometimes, sometimes it's harder to accept than other times. Okay. So. so. I guess. I I I think I think that that th- that this is sort of the. That uh, I, there there's there's juicy bits here. There's juicy bits here that I want to sort of, like, get into. And I think that the, like, regret and shame, I I don't think that you can... I think that once you, like, forgive yourself for something, once you grow past something, that regret and shame sort of subsides. And so I, I'm going to just like push back a little bit here and, you know, I, I, I'm just hypothesizing. So feel free to, you know, tell me I'm wrong, but, um, and, and say that like, I don't, I don't think that you have, I mean, I think that you're working on it for sure, but I think that 
there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of muck down there still of like yeah puppy puppy was a horrible person and i can't get close to anyone because if i do i'm gonna be a horrible person again yeah i think a lot of it's true but it's it's gonna be a lot of work there is a lot to work that i have to get past yeah and i'm not sure if that's like a priority right now so what what is what that's great feedback thank you what is a priority right now like what can i really help with i don't know right now i'm just trying to like get past my control freakness because it's kind of ruining my life sometimes how so um well recently someone kind of like left the D D game well freaked out called me a bunch of names to my husband because he thought I was too much of a control freak during D&D because I didn't I told him to his face that I didn't really like his character and that his character made me uncomfortable before he was even introduced so and then I mean it really like I take probably I don't know, not all of my control freakness I guess is bad. I don't know. My my mom says sometimes it's not bad. My therapist says it's survival instinct and it drives my husband crazy. So I don't know. So I'm going to try to like draw some strings together and you tell me if uh, if I if the connections I'm making are right, okay? Okay. So what I'm hearing is that like because D&D is one of the few ways where you're able to connect with people and be with people it's really really important to you and the like um perfectionism control freak part of you is causing you that like one that one thread that you have that one connection that you have to like things to go wrong in and so you're like i need to fix this because it's messing up the like one connection piece in my life. Does that yeah. sound right? Yeah. Okay. Why? Um, I know. I I I know that in the in the past, you know, like, like you know, psychologically, it makes sense to me. Like, oh, like she never had control in the past, or. What are your pronouns? I'm sorry. Uh, she. She, okay. She. She, never had, she never had control in the past. Uh, so, like, she wants control now. But, like, in, like, moment to moment, like, in modern day, like, why why do you want control in the D&D game? Well, I, I just don't like not knowing things. And I just, the character that he was playing was a cannibal who ate his family and it just that like that just made me uncomfortable as like a person because that's not some that's kind of like gross and it's not something i wanted to play with and so like i talked to him about it for like i we were just talking about it i was like yeah that's kind of gross and he's like no it's kind of funny and then so i see and then he freaked out because he thought i was controlling but i was just telling him my opinion yeah puppy i mean like i you know I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but it was. I I do. I, I mean, just from what you're telling me, like it does sound like you were setting a boundary, and when a a, a lot of the time when like people who I, I don't know how long you've known this person, they might be brand new to the group or whatever, but a lot of the time when like people historically have not had boundaries and all of a sudden start expressing their boundaries people freak the fork out because they're like what i'm i'm supposed to be able to walk all over you what's happening yeah and i mean he was he's been in the group for a year ish so uh but he just wasn't a very good person in general he started talking crap to all my everyone else in the group expecting them to take his side and then he would sense like 
out of context screenshots making it look like everyone took his side and that nobody wanted to play D&D anymore because it because I was too much of a control freak and controlled the game which I really don't have that much control for the game basically like I can what I have control over is if I can control whether or not we start on time a lot of the times because if I'm late that everyone my husband's late and so or I control if he's there on time because if he's because he likes to just play Minecraft and forget about D&D so I'm like you need to get in the game it's time so that's yeah. like my control and I mean it's yeah like, like yeah you're married to the DM so like that's a that, that's a little that's a little leg up yeah um but I don't have like control over a lot of things I mean my character is very high and she's like the court mage of the city and then her brother-in-law is the emperor and her sister's empress so her and her brother's like god of the world so she has a lot of control around the world wow not really but like and but she's also very like kind of impulsive and does things right away so like everybody just kind of picks up her messes a lot so i guess that's how she has control so Again, puppy, I don't know the whole story, and so, like, yeah, I, I'm i just going to go based off of what you've told me, but, like, I think that from what you expressed, it really does sound like you were setting a boundary. You were like, I'm not comfortable with this, like, storyline, and I think and that I it's... Prob- yeah. Go ahead. I probably could have worded it better, and it probably did come off as controlling. Yeah. I lost your camera again. Oh, let me... I don't know why it's doing this. It's all good. Um, so, so, like, and and I, I think that that's great. I think that that's great that, like, you're acknowledging, um, you know, like, what, what you could have done better. I, I think that's really good. And at the same time, I think that, I I I want you to be careful because I think that what can happen is like when when we have been terrible people in the past and we're trying to get better we can sort of like lean too far the other way into the yeah. point where like we're getting abused. And I mean yeah. really that's sort of where this all started from in the first place is like you were in a horrible situation and so like you learned how to survive and then people were like yo that's not okay to survive that way and so like now you're like coming back out of it and so like the what i what i want you to be really careful of is that like it makes total sense that D is really important to you because finally like you get to sort of have more agency in like the creation of your own world like you get to like give yourself a hand that is better than the one that was dealt to you which forking sucked and and you have you have a right to say like i'm not comfortable with this and and express that in in your world and i think that it's really important for you to do that and not sort of like take on all the blame yourself and say like oh like it's just because i'm a control freak because yes like there are probably you know in communication there are probably things that you know we all could improve on and i think that it's still really important that you maintain boundaries and like protect what's really important to you and i guess i never really saw it as maintaining a boundary because i just guess i just saw it the way that he did and saw it that i was controlling and after like talking to the rest of the group about his character no one was comfortable with it so it made me feel a little better and less like it but i didn't see it as a boundary and his thing was i'm not the i'm not in charge i'm not the dm so i don't have to be comfortable with his character yeah no that's that's like that's like 100% like abuse mentality. <laughs> like like you 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 don't he he basically said 
you don't have any control and therefore I can do whatever I want regardless of if it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously my husband doesn't stand up for me that often because I'm pretty good at doing it myself. So he just lets me handle everything because he doesn't like to get in the way when I'm all fiery. So. <sighs> okay, so do you have someone in your life that you can... Because, Puppy, I, I do think that this is, like, a blind spot. I think that you have, you have like, you've developed so much self-awareness, and I, I'm so proud of you in so many ways. I, I was actually talking to Trash about this recently, that I think that, like, given the hand that you were dealt, what you have overcome is unbelievable. It's incredible. You have done so amazingly, and, like... I, I know that you're sort of shrugging it off right now, like I can see it in your body language, but like, really, like, you should be really proud of yourself, because it's really incredible. And I think that because of that, because of like this, these giant hurdles that you have overcome, and how much you've had to work on yourself, right now, everything feels like your fault. Yes. And I think... I, I I hope that you have someone in your life that can like check that blind spot for you. That like when you're when you're having an issue, you can go to them and say like, "Hey, is this me or am am I is this like a am I blaming myself when it's not actually my fault?" Do you feel like you have someone like that? I mean, my husband kind of has like the same blind spot because he has this not he didn't grow up in a bad hand like in a bad place he just like he has he he knows i don't know a lot of the times he he, he has the opposite blind spot nothing's my fault i guess so he's very biased yeah, I, don't think, I don't think that's helpful either yeah so Anyone not really else? No, no okay. all my friends are like, yeah, no, you're always right. So. Okay. So, um, I mean, you know, just sort of like a, sh a shameless plug. And obviously, like, I know that, that, you know, finances are, are a concern, but like, um, this is, this is definitely something that like, I could sort of work, work with you on, um, uh, so, you know, like if, if, if you'd like to continue that, we can, we can look at that and like talk about like how that, how that might work or whatever. Um, and also like, um, I don't know, I don't know if you feel like an outsider in my community. My guess is that you do because you feel like an outsider everywhere. Um, but, uh, but what I would say is that like, because of the work that I do, a lot of the people in my community are pretty, they're pretty good. Like they, they've learned, they've learned a lot um, and are able to sort of like spot these sort of things pretty well. And so, and then like, because it's a public forum, like if I see someone who's like steering in a wrong direction, I'll sort of like come in and be like, hey, hold on, let's talk about this for yeah. a second. Um, yeah. So like. I do really encourage you like that ultimately like this is to provide what, what I'm doing is to provide value to my community. And so like, yeah. I do really encourage you to sort of use my community as a resource for this sort of thing, because they've gotten pretty good at this. And so even when I can't do it, cause obviously I can't do it all the time. Um, just, you know, like coming in and being like, Hey, like, here's the situation. I, I just, I, I feel like this is my fault, but I wanted to check in about it. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I mean, I just sometimes I forget like your community is open because a lot of are like very like don't bring up your problems here. We're very positive, and I forget that you're like not like that. Correct. And I don't remember if at any point yours was like that. I don't know. I I maybe probably I have gone through a lot of iterations and it it yes. you know they've not always been the best. Um, yeah. So so like just trying to remember that it's changed and it's more like open. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. 
I I I am feeling the like the need to acknowledge that there may have been a lot of times that uh, that I made you feel shut down. Um, I mean, I was kind of I was kind of all over the place back then, so you probably need to shut it down sometimes. Yeah, and <laughs> I I know I know that. I also had a lot of stuff that yeah. I, that I really wasn't aware of uh, going on, and I know that it did affect my work in a lot of ways. And so, yeah. um, I, I I just I just sort of want to acknowledge that with you and and say I'm sorry. Um, and okay. I, you know, like I, I I do I do think that there are, there are boundaries that we have to maintain in the in the kind of environment that we're in in the discord and at the same time like i do i do want it to be a place that people can come to heal i don't want it to be like a a lot of the people have like venting and rants channels and i don't like those channels because i think that they they don't do much i think that they're just like negativity um and i am definitely not like uh to get on my soapbox for a second like i think that toxic positivity is a very serious problem um and so i i I try to uh, like a a a real community is not one that is one-dimensional like a real community like they have issues they like you know not every day is perfect they work through stuff together they talk out problems and like that's really important to me and um and then i uh, one other thought that's coming to mind is like I don't I don't want I don't want to sort of uh, illustrate my community or, or or myself as like the only the only resource that you have because I don't think that that's healthy either, um, and so like uh, I mean it's uh, like true for me. <laughs> well, a couple of questions that I have is like one like what about your therapist? Well, yeah, I have her and I talk to her about this stuff. So Does she but do, sometimes... do you think that she's capable of um, like? catching this blind spot yes okay it's just hard because a lot of times when i go to therapy i have a lot to talk about and then like this stuff gets put on the back and my weak problems get put on the back burner and then i see so it's been on the back so a lot of the issues i've been having like been on the back burner for a while and i just kind of forget about it well, I I'm very happy, and I mean this genuinely. It sounds it sounds sort of sarcastic, but I mean it genuinely. <laughs> I'm really happy that I could sort of like pick up some of the scraps because I think that those scraps are really important, and yeah. I'm glad that I could help, or yeah. I hope I, I I hope that I helped. Um, yeah. And then what about your what about your D and D community? Um. Well, that consists of well, you know, one of them, but. That consists of like one of them's like seven, fifteen, sixteen. So I don't really talk to him about issues. Fair. I don't know. And then one of them's my friend who I'm having issues with. Okay. And that's my husband. <sighs> yeah, it's rough. Yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So you know, puppy. If if we do if we regardless of you know if we continue to work together or not um yeah one of the things that i do really want i i I think one of the like main thrusts that i'm finding here is that like i really do want to help you cultivate some good connections in your life um yeah because i yeah i think that you're really really lonely and i think that (laughs) that you've been fighting a like a one versus a million game your entire life and uh it's time it's time like it's time that like like you just you deserve to have some people in your corner yeah um and part of that happening means that you're gonna have to take the risk that your your monster is gonna come out and you know uh people like me might say like that's not okay (laughs) but it it doesn't mean that you are not okay you know what i mean like yeah 
Um, yeah. So, uh, any we're getting close to the hour mark. Any sort of like last questions or anything that you would that that we haven't talked about that you'd really like to or anything you want to touch back on? No. Okay. How was this for you? It was good. It was very like it. It was like calling out my issues without without me feeling attacked. <laughs> good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that I didn't make you feel attacked. I hope that it. Um. I hope that it didn't just feel like. Uh, I hope that it didn't just feel like a list of your issues, and that it felt like there were some <laughs> solutions in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it was definitely like. It was more like a like, a sandwich. Like, look what you've done. Oh, here's your issues. Oh, look how much you overcome, and that's helpful too. Okay. Good. Um, so, uh, I, I, I asked, I'm not sure if you do, but I, I want to ask just in case, do you have anything that you want to like shout out or like, like, I, I don't know if your D and D community is open. Like, do you, would you be interested in like other people joining your D and D community or? Yeah, we have opening for people all the time. Cool. Uh, how, how would they, how would they like find that? Um, they'd have to join the discord so they could just message me and i could send them the discord okay cool and if you want like feel free to um feel free to like post the discord and like the D channel in in my discord and i'll, I'll like i'll yeah. hype it up because i like i said I, w I would really like to help um sort of like get you some yeah. some like people in your corner um yeah can i ask you a question after like you're done recording yeah absolutely okay. um uh Okay, so real quick, I just want to sort of, like, summarize some of the, like, really juicy yeah. bits that I think uh, are, are really important for you and then also, like, might, you know, help other people too. Um, and that is, I I interestingly enough, I, I know you wanted to talk about your, your perfectionism and your control <laughs> freakness, but interestingly enough, I, I, I think that the part that I'm sort of honing in on is actually the opposite, that that there's this there's this blind spot for you that uh where you've been working so hard on yourself for so long that everything sort of feels like your fault and i i, I think it's it's time to get some people in your corner that can say like no puppy like you're a good person you're doing good work and th this isn't on you um and yeah. you know and also those those same people should also be able to say like yeah let's work on this you know um yeah and uh and then and then i love i love that you have these i love that you have these things that you can do for yourself like stardew valley writing school um and and i i think that that people will sort of serve this the the same function in a in a much more powerful way um so i'm i'm really hopeful that we'll be able to sort of do that for you um and then like the there was there was this incredibly like juicy section right in the middle of our talk of like the reason that it's so hard for me to find people and the reason it's so hard for me to connect with people is because I'm afraid to become the toxic person again and like I said I I think that a lot of that comes from the sort of regret and shame about the person that you were and I think that in order to truly forgive yourself in order to truly overcome that regret and shame you're gonna have to like take that super scary step of letting people in and taking the risk that that monster is going to come out and knowing yeah. that that they can handle it and that you're a different person now that you're not the person that's gonna um that's just gonna let that dragon ride, you know? Yeah. Um and then and then the last thing is that I I'm I, I think that this D D thing is a really good thing. I think that in, in in a lot of ways it's very sort of like metaphoric and 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 beautiful for like you sort of like rewriting 
your world you know and and within like within a community of people which i think is what you really need and so it's like it's sort of the combination of like this like stardew and writing and school and then also like being with people and i i just think it's a it's a really good thing and so i i would like to um support that in 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 any way that i can um any 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 last things before before we before we stop recording nothing i can think of Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me, and I'm I'm thank hopeful. You. I mean, I'm always hopeful for you, puppy. I, like I said, I think that what you've done is incredible. So, I think you're gonna do great. Thanks. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll find people. Well, I know I can. I just have to like put myself up there. Just hard. <laughs> totally, and ho hopefully, I'll I'll be able to help you along that path yes yep all right bye puppy